Sponsored by Rabbi Shlemi and Mirla Greenwald. This is a sicha from Lakota Sichas, Chedekid Bey's Parshas Bahar, Sicha Aleph. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's parsha, we learn how the Pasuk says Shabbos La Hashem about Shavias, and we learn the explanation of Rashi and the Tiras Karnim on these words Shabbos La Hashem. And there are six parts in the sicha. The Rebbe will number one ask three questions about the differences between the explanation of Rashi and the explanation of the Tiras Karnim. Number two, present the key for the reason for the differences between Rashi and the Teres Kahanim. Number three, ask three questions on Rashi. Number four, present the key of what is really bothering Rashi to answer these three questions. Number five, based on these two keys, answer all the questions. And number six, present the Yenish Altera and the Heira and Avedis Hashem that are in Rashi. On the Pasuk in our parsha of Shabbos Shabbosin Yiel Oretz, Shabbos Lashem, which talks about Shvius, and over here in the scroll on the right, it's the fourth Pasuk. So it's taught in Teres Kanim, what does it mean Shabbos Shabbosin Yiel Oretz, Shabbos Lashem? What does Shabbos Lashem mean? So Teres Kanim explains, Kishem Shanem are Shabbos Bereshis, Shabbos Lashem. So, kach nemer b'shviis Shabbos l'Hashem, just like it says by Shabbos Bereshis of the creation of the world, Shabbos l'Hashem. So too by Shviis it says Shabbos l'Hashem, and Rashi also brings this teaching, but on the words Shabbos l'Hashem that are at the end of the second pasuk in the scroll here on the right. So he brings it on two psukim beforehand, but he brings it with different wording. Rashi says on the words Shabbos l'Hashem. L'shem Hashem, it's L'shem Hashem, it's for the name, for the honor of Hashem. Kishem Shenemar B'Shabbos Bereshis, like it says in Shabbos Bereshis. And at first glance, it seems that these two teachings of the Teres Kanim and of Rashi are basically the same teaching. According to this, that Rashi and the Teres Kanim are essentially saying the same thing, there's going to be three questions about three differences that we find between Rashi and the Teres Kahanim. The first difference is that Rashi first explains that Shabbos Lashem means L'Shem Hashem. And then Rashi brings the proof of Kishem Shenem Rabbi Shabbos Bereshis. Rashi first says Shabbos Lashem, what does it mean? It means L'Shem Hashem. And then he brings the proof, Kishem Shenem Rabbi Shabbos Bereshis, just like by Shabbos Bereshis, where it says Shabbos Lashem, and it means L'Shem Hashem. However, the Teres Kahanim, presents that it says Shabbos Lashem by both of them. It goes right away and says, Kishem Shenem Rabbi Shabbos Bereshis, Shabbos Lashem, Kach Nem Shabbos Lashem. But it doesn't explain what it is that we learn from Shabbos Bereshis to Shviyas. It doesn't explain that what it's referring to is that it has to be L'Shem Hashem, that part it's silent about. The second difference is that on the other hand, we said on one hand Rashi writes more than the Teres Kainim. He says the explanation of what Shabbos Lashem means. It means L'Shem Hashem. Teres Kainim doesn't explain what we learn from it. But on the other hand, Rashi writes it in short. He just says Shabbos Lashem, and then he writes Kishem Shenem Arbi Shabbos Bereshis. That's it. Just those four words. Whereas in the Teres Kainim, over there, it writes it at length. It says Kishem Shenem Arbi Shabbos Bereshis, and then continues Shabbos Lashem. So Kach Nem Shabbos Lashem. So Rashi only has those first four words, Kishem Shanam Rabbi Shabbos Whereas the Teres Kainim 
adds a whole lengthy continuation. Kishem Shnei Mar B'Shabbos Brishis Shabbos LaHashem. So Kach Nei Mar B'Shvis Shabbos LaHashem. And the third difference is that the explanation of the Teres Kainim is on the second time that it says Shabbos LaHashem, which is in the fourth pasuk in our parsha. And Rashi says his explanation on the first time that it says Shabbos LaHashem, which is in the second pasuk in our parsha. The explanation of all of this for why we have these differences between Rashi and Teres Kainim is as follows. We spoke many times that Pirush Rashi and the Torah is not there to teach halachas, but rather to just explain the simple meaning of the Psukim. And like Rashi says in his Pirush at the very beginning in Pasha's Bracious, Anilibasi Ella I'm only coming for Pshutishamikra. On the other hand, the Teres Kainim, which is part of the Halacha and Drash and Torah, is there to expound the Psukim and learn halachas from them. And this fundamental difference between Rashi and the Teres Kainim is the basis for the differences that we see between them. Because Rashi is coming to explain the Psukim on a basic level, and that's why he says what he says, as we'll explain later. And the Teres Kainim is there to expound and learn halachas from the Psukim, and that's why it says what it says, again, also, as we'll explain later. Now we're going to move on to understand the explanation of Rashi itself. And as we're going to see, there are three questions on Rashi. Now, regarding the explanation of Rashi itself, so some of Farsham explain that Rashi is teaching over here when he says, Shabbos la Hashem. So he says, L'Shem Hashem, Keshem Shanem Arbe Shabbos Bereshis. What he's teaching here is that the Shvisa of working the field on Shvius isn't for the person or for the benefit of the ground, like many people do, that they let the field rest for a year in order that it should be a better for future years. So it's not for the person, and it's not for the benefit of the ground, but rather it's for Hashem. It's in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Hashem, the mitzvah of Shvius. And that's the proof from Shabbos that the Shvisa has to be L'Shem Hashem. We see by Shabbos also there is a Shvisa, and it has to be L'Shem Hashem. And that proves to us that also over here, when it says Shabbos L'Hashem, it has to be L'Shem Hashem, and not for any other purpose. However, it's difficult to explain it this way. And there are three questions on this. The first question is, if the explanation of L'Shem Hashem isn't the simple meaning of Shabbos L'Hashem, when we read the words Shabbos L'Hashem, the simple explanation is not L'Shem Hashem. And that's why Rashi needs to tell us that Shabbos L'Hashem is L'Shem Hashem. If that's the case, then Rashi should have taught it by Shabbos Bracious when it says Shabbos Lashem. Rashi should have taught us L'Shem Hashem, especially since over here Rashi tells us Shabbos Lashem is L'Shem Hashem, Kishem Shenem Arba Shabbos Bracious. And when we go to Shabbos Bracious, we don't find that Rashi gives us any explanation over there for why it's for the meaning of Shabbos Lashem that it means L'Shem Hashem. The second question is that if we're going to say that actually Shabbos Lashem, the simple meaning of Shabbos Lashem is L'Shem Hashem. And the reason it needs to be explained here is because for whatever reason, a person may make a mistake. Specifically here, that means the meaning of the word Shabbos Lashem would be L'Shem Hashem. However, over here, for whatever reason, a person may make a mistake. And that's why Rashi needs to tell us that not to make this mistake. And Shabbos Lashem indeed means L'Shem Hashem. And that explains to us why by Shabbos Bereshis, Rashi doesn't have to explain that Shabbos Lashem means L'Shem Hashem, because that's the simple meaning. And over there, there's no reason to make a mistake. However, then why does Rashi need a proof for it? 
Why does Rashi have to tell us L'shem Hashem and then add Keshem Shenam Rabbi Shabbos We find that when it says La or Li, the usage of of the the Lamed over here, it means L'shem for this thing. Like it says Vehikuli Truma. Rashi says Li L'shmi. Also, when it says by Kodesh LaHashem in Parshas Kisisa, Rashi says it means L'shmi. So even if we're going to say that over here needs to be explained, it needs to be taught, because there's a reason to make a mistake, and Rashi tells us not to make that mistake, but why does Rashi also need a proof for it? This meaning of La Hashem, that it should be L'shem Hashem, is something that we find elsewhere as well, and it shouldn't need any proofs. And the third question is, why does Rashi quote in the Dibra Maschal, why does he quote from the Pasuk, the word Shabbos. Rashi says Shabbos Lashem, it means Lashem Hashem. Why does he also quote the word Shabbos? According to what we just said, the only thing Rashi is coming to explain to us over here is the meaning of La Hashem, that it means Lashem Hashem. So why does he have to quote the word Shabbos as well if he's not explaining it? So just to summarize over here, we presented the teaching of Rashi and the teaching of the Teres Kainim, and there was a total of six questions. Three questions were regarding the differences between the teaching of Rashi and the teaching of the Teres Kainim, and three questions were on the teaching of Rashi itself. Now we're going to present the key to understanding Rashi and Rashi's explanation, and in this key itself, already in the key, we're going to answer the fourth and six questions in the Sikha. So the explanation is as follows. Rashi also quotes the word Shabbos, which was our sixth question. Why does Rashi quote the word Shabbos if he's explaining to us what La Hashem means? Because that's the difficulty in the Pasuk. The difficulty Rashi has over here is, why does it say Shabbos? The word Shabbos seems to be extra, because it already begins in the Pasuk by saying, V'shav Sa'aretz. So why does it say, V'shav Sa'aretz, Shabbos La Hashem? It should have said, V'shav Sa'aretz, La Hashem. And so that answers to us the fourth and sixth questions. The sixth question was, why does Rashi quote the word Shabbos? The answer is because that's what he's coming to explain. That's the difficulty in the Pasuk. Why does it say the word Shabbos? And that's why Rashi quotes that word, because he's coming to answer why that word is being used over here, why that word is written here. And it also answers our fourth question, which was, if we need to explain what Shabbos Lahashem means, Rashi should have explained it by Shabbos Bereshis. The answer is, we don't need to explain what Shabbos Lahashem means. That simply means L'shem Hashem. What we need to explain is, why does the Pasuk over here also write the word Shabbos? Why does it write the word Shabbos over here? That's what needs an explanation. And because of this difficulty that Rashi has, why does the Pasuk say over here the word Shabbos? So therefore Rashi explains, L'shem Hashem, K'shem Shenem Rabbi Shabbos Bereshis. And his, his intent over here is not to explain the word L'Hashem, that it means L'shem Hashem. Because like we said, that's understood simply and it doesn't need to be explained. But rather, what is Rashi's intent over here? to tell us that from the extra word Shabbos, we learn that the resting L'shem Hashem, which we know, Shabbos L'shem, we know it means L'shem Hashem. But because we have the extra word Shabbos over here, it teaches us that this L'shem, this L'shem Hashem of Shemitah, of Shvius, has to be in a certain way. K'shem Shenem Rabbi Shabbos Bereshis. So we have to change the way we read Rashi. It's not L'shem Hashem, and the proof is K'shem Shenem Rabbi Shabbos Bereshis. No. It's telling us Shabbos L'shem, the 
resting the the or its lashem has to be kishem shenem rabbi shabbos bracious. It has to be like the shabbos. It has to be like the resting of shabbos by shabbos bracious, as we'll explain later in the sicha. And so that answers the fifth question: Why is there a need for a proof? That it means l'shem Hashem. This is not a proof from Shabbos Bereishis, but rather the explanation of the Shvisa. It should be l'shem Hashem the way it is by Shabbos Bereishis. That's the type of Shvisa that there has to also be on Shvis. Now we're going to move on to answer the third difference between Rashi and the Teres Kainim. And that is that Rashi says his teaching on the first time that these words appear. And the Teres Kainim says its teaching on the second time that these words appear. So Rashi says his explanation the very first time that these words appear because the question arises immediately when it says, V'shav Sa'ar, it's Shabbos Lashem. Why does it say the word Shabbos over here? So that's why he says his teaching on the first time that these words appear. And he doesn't say anything the second time because he already explained it to us. He told us what it means. It means that the Shav Sa'ar, it's Lashem, should be Shabbos, like Shabbos Bereshus. And regarding the fact that it's repeated a second time, so the answer to that is that it's common for Psukim to repeat the same matter as long as something new is being taught. However, the Teres Kainim, it doesn't come to explain the Peshat of the Psukim, as we explained, but rather it comes to expound and darshan matters of Allah. So therefore, it specifically explains the second time it says Shabbos Lashem and not the first, because the first time it's just coming to teach us how the Shvisa should be done, like Rashi teaches. That's an explanation of the Pshat of the Psukim, and that's not what the Teres Kainim comes to do. But the second time that the Teres Kainim says comes for a drasha, because that's what the Teres Kainim is there to do. It's there to darshan things. And so to the Teres Kainim, we don't just say it's being repeated for something new that's being taught. No, there's a drasha to be learned over here. There's a drasha that we're going to take from here, and that's why the Teres Kainim says it's teaching on the second time. Now we're going to continue in our explanation of the Teres Kainim, and in the process we're going to answer the first and second differences between Rashi and the Teres Kainim. The first difference was that the Teres Kainim doesn't tell us what we learn from this comparison of Shabbos and Shviyas. It just says, Kashem Shanem Rabbi Shabbos Breshis Shabbos Lashem, Kachnem Rabbi Shviyas Shabbos Lashem. It doesn't tell us what we learn from it. And also, that the Teres Kainim is written at greater length than Rashi. Rashi just says, Kishem Shanem Rabbi Shabbos So now, since in the Teres Kainim, it doesn't explain what matter in Alocha is learned out from the comparison to Shabbos, but rather it just says in general, Kishem Shanem Rabbi Shabbos Lashem, Kach Nem Shabbos Lashem. So that indicates that it's not a specific Alocha that we learn from Shabbos, but rather that Shabbos teaches us about Shviyas and not the other way around. Meaning, it's not specifying what halacha is being taught, because it's not telling us what halacha is being taught, but rather it's telling us that when we compare Shabbos Bereshis and Shviyas, we should learn from Shabbos Bereshis to Shviyas and not the other way around. Kishem Shanam Rabbi Shabbos Bereshis Shabbos Lashem, so too it's said by Shviyas Shabbos Lashem. The one that we learn from is Shabbos Bereshis, and the one we learn to is Shviyas, and not the other way around. Meaning that by both Shabbos and Shviyas, it says Shabbos Lashem, which indicates that there is a sheer Allah in both of them. However, it doesn't say which is learned from the other. And that's what the Teres Kainim explains. Kishem Shabbos Shabbos Lashem, Kachnem Shabbos Lashem. 
Shabbos Lashem. That Shabbos teaches us about Shvius and not the other way around. Now, what is this matter that we learn from Shabbos Bereshis to Shvius and not from Shvius to Shabbos Bereshis? So this will be understood according to what the Ravid explains, that the teaching of the Teres Karanim relates to the matter of Teisvis Shvius. And these are the words of the Ravid. V'yesh mefarshim lahakil. Those who explain that it's to be lenient, like we say in Mayat Katan, just like Shabbos Bereshis, it's forbidden to do Malach on it. But but before Shabbos and after Shabbos, it's permitted. A person's a lot of work on the day before Shabbos and the day after Shabbos. It is forbidden in the Malachas that are forbidden on it. But before it in the sixth year, and after it, the next year, after Shviyas, is permitted to do the Malachas that are forbidden on Shviyas. Meaning, what we're saying over here is that just like Minatera, there's no din of Teisvis Shabbos. To add more to Shabbos before and after it, so too there's no din of Teisvis Shviyas. And what that means practically is that a person is allowed to plant at the end of the sixth year. So according to this, explanation of the Ravid, we can explain the drasha in the Teres Kanim. Because simple learning would determine, would tell us, that there is Teis V'Shviyas. Because in the Pesach it says, V'Shav Sa'aretz, Shabbos Hashem, And it says, Shabbos Shabbosin Yiel Aretz. Meaning, that Shemitah is not just the Shvisa of the person from work, of the field, but rather also Shvisa of the land itself. And according to this, it makes sense that a person may not plant at the end of the sixth year because then the land is working until whatever he planted is fully grown in the seventh year. And so the land isn't resting. So it makes sense that we do add Tishviyas. And according to the drasha of Kishem, Shanem Rebbe Shabbos Breshe Shabbos Lashem, Kachnem Rebbe Shviyas Shabbos Lashem, so one may make a mistake that Shabbos Lashem, that's said by Shviyas, teaches us about Shabbos Breshe that also Shabbos Bereshis has to have Tesefes. Because we're going to say, just like it says Shabbos Lashem by Shviyas, and over there you have to add, it also says Shabbos Lashem by Shabbos. So also over there you have to add. And that's what the Teres Karanim is teaching. That the words Shabbos Lashem that are repeated here, they teach us that the Shvisa of Shviyas is like the Shabbos Lashem of Shabbos Bereshis. And we learn the manner and the dinim of the Shvisa of Shvius from Shabbos Bereshis and not the other way around. And there is no taste for Shabbos by Shabbos and there's also no taste for Shvius by Shvius. At this point, we answered all of the questions in the Sikha, all six questions. The only thing that's left to explain is what is the actual teaching of Rashi. We know the Rashi is telling us that since it says the word Shabbos over here, it says Vishof Sa'art's Shabbos Lashem, we learn that it has to be L'Shem Hashem, K'Shem Shanem Rabbi Shabbos Bereshis. But what is it exactly that we're learning? So let's continue. However, all this that we said in the Teres Karinim is the drasha of the Pasuk according to Allah. However, according to Pshat, which is the way of Pirish Rashi on the Torah, the intent of the Pasuk of Shabbos L'Hashem is to teach that the Shvisa has to be L'Shem Hashem, similar to Shabbos Bereshis. That's why it says Shabbos over here to tell us that it has to be similar to Shabbos Bereshis. Now, what has to be similar to Shabbos Bereshis? So this will be understood by first explaining the diuk of saying Shabbos Bereshis and not Shabbos Yomim. Like it says by Shemitah, that it's Shabbos Shonim. So why does it say Shabbos Bereshis and not Shabbos Yomim? So the explanation for this is that Rashi explains on the Pasuk 
about the Korban Omer, where it says, says Rashi, this means it means the day after the first Yom Tov of Pesach, the first day of Yom Tov of Pesach. Because if you say it means then you don't know which one it is. Meaning, what do we see from, from here? That Shabbos can also relate to Yom Tov. And so Shabbos Bereshis negates Yom Tov. Now what do we mean? There is Shabbos that's connected to Yom Tov and Shabbos Bereshis is removed from Yom Tov. What are these two parts? So the explanation for this is, regarding the Tzivui for the Shvisa of a person on Shabbos, there are, there are two reasons. Two reasons were said. One is Zeich Lamais and Bereshis, and one is Zeich Lutzeis Mitzrayim. And so that's the deek of saying Shabbos Bereshis, that it's connected to the creation of the world. And in this regard, it's different than Yom Tov, which also has Zeichel Yitzchitz and Sraim like Shabbos, but it doesn't have Zeichel and Maisa Bereshis. So when we say, Kishem Shenem Rabbi Shabbos Bereshis, we're saying, connect it to the aspect of Shabbos Bereshis that's in Shabbos, not the other part of Shabbos, which is Zeichel Yitzchitz and Sraim. So it's zeroing, zeroing in on the reason of Shabbos, which is Zeich Lamaisa Bereshis. And that's the intent of Rashi in his explanation that should be L'Shem Hashem Keshem Shenem Rabbi Shabbos Bereshis. The Kavona of L'Shem Hashem by the Shvisa of Shvius is the same Kavona of Shabbos Bereshis. That it's Zeich Lamaisa Bereshis, the creation of the world in six days, and that Hashem rested on the seventh day. That's what a person has to think. That's the Kavona a person has to have. By Veshav Sa'aretz, Shabbos L'Hashem, it should be L'Shem Hashem, it should be connected to this that Hashem created the world in six days and Hashem rested on the seventh day, the day of Shabbos. Now we're going to move into a side point, which is we're going to say there's a question that's answered based on what we just learned. So according to the above, we can explain a perplexing Rashi in Parshas Mishpatim. On the Pasuk of Uvayim Hashvi Tishbais, so Rashi says, Af Also on the seventh year, Shabbos Bereshis shouldn't be uprooted, shouldn't be removed from its place. That you shouldn't say, Since the whole year is called Shabbos, We shouldn't, we shouldn't do Shabbos Bereshis in it. We shouldn't have Shabbos during the year Shvius. And so the question over here is, what's the reason one would think to say that, say, Akar Shabbos Bereshis, that Shabbos Bereshit should be uprooted, it should be removed, because because the whole year is called Shabbos, just because it's called Shabbos, we should uproot Shabbos from the year of Shemitah, from the year of Shviyas. The explanation of this is as follows. We explain that in the reason for the Shvisa on Shabbos, there are two in Yonim, there are two matters. There's Zeichel Amaisa Bereshit, and then there's also Zeichel Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And Rashi explained in one of his teachings the connection of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to Shabbos. That the connection is that it's Almanas Kain Pedaacha. That this is the reason Hashem redeemed you and took you out of Mitzrayim. That you should be a servant for him. And you should guard and keep and fulfill his mitzvahs. Meaning that the reason for the tzivah for Shabbos is Zeichel Amaisim Why does the tzivah exist? Meaning the actual you could say the chefza of Shabbos, the item of Shabbos, that's Zeichel Maisim And the reason to fulfill the mitzvah, why does the person have to fulfill the mitzvah of Shabbos, that is Zeichel Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So it comes out that the entity of Shabbos is connected to Zeichel Maisim not Zeichel Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So therefore, there's place to think that on the year of Shvius, then Te'okar, Shabbos Bereshis, 
then Shabbos Bereshit should be removed. It should be uprooted. Since Kol Kriya Shabbos, because the whole year is called Shabbos. So the whole year, even the weekdays, are Zeicher L'Maisa Bereshit. Like we said, that Shviyas is Shabbos L'Hashem, Kishem Shen Ne'amar B'Shabbos Bereshit. It's connected to the aspect of Zeichel HaMaisa Bereshis that's on Shabbos. And since the whole entity, the whole item of Shabbos is the Zeichel HaMaisa Bereshis part, and Shviyas has that, so you would say, we should remove it. We should remove Shabbos. We should uproot Shabbos in the year of Shviyas, since it has it already. And so what's the need? And what's added through the Zeichel of the day of Shabbos? And the Pasuk teaches us that also on Shviyas there is Shabbos Bereshis. And the reason is, because even though in terms of the item of Shvius, it so to speak does fulfill everything about Shabbos, but in actuality, in terms of the actual doing, the Shvisa of Shvius is only from working the field. But the Shvisa of Shabbos is for the whole 24 hours. It's much more than just the time that you work the field whenever that's allocated for. By Shabbos, it's the whole 24 hours because every person is forbidden from all work. It's not just limited to some work. And in addition, there are also positive mitzvahs on Shabbos. And so even though, even though, although Shabbos Bereshis, its item, its being, its chefza, its is in a way fully replaced by Shvius, but nevertheless, in terms of the actual mitzvahs, it isn't, and therefore Shabbos Bereshis is not uprooted in the year of Shvius. From the Yenushal Teirah and Rashi. The Shvisa in Gdusha of Shabbos encompasses and it permeates and it penetrates the being of a person. And it penetrates and permeates all of a person's matters, even a person's physical matters, like the tzivoy and mitzvah of a karasal Shabbos Einig, that it applies in physical things, including the pleasure of eating and drinking. So even though during the week, worldly matters and things that are reshus, they're not required, they're not a mitzvah. They have to be only according to what a person needs. And if a person does them for pleasure, they are extra and they're forbidden. But on Shabbos, it's different. Because the Kedusha of Shabbos is also drawn down in a person's physical matters. And one has to have pleasure in them. And this itself is a mitzvah. And is a matter of Kedusha. Because the Kedusha is drawn down all the way there. And Rashi hints in his teaching. L'shem Hashem. Shabbos Lashem by Shvius. It should be Lashem Hashem. Kishem Shenem Rabbi Shabbos Bracious. Rashi is hinting that the Shvisa of Shvius is not just in the negative, which is not working, which means to separate oneself from earthly matters, but rather a person should rest Kishem Shenem Rabbi Shabbos Bracious, which means that just like Shabbos Bracious, to draw down the Kedusha of Shvius into the produce, into the Paris Aretz, which means the matters of the land, worldly matters, similar to the Aveda of Behold Rechecha Deeyu. That even in worldly things, your ways, the Eyu, which should be connected to Hashem, because you bring Tusha all the way down into your things. And according to this, it's understood that just like there's a greatness in Shabbos over Shvius, which the Rebbe doesn't explain what this greatness is, it would seem that the greatness is that everything is elevated and brought into the world of Gdusha. And even having physical pleasure through eating and drinking is a mitzvah. But whatever the case is, so according to this, that's understood that just like there's a greatness in Shabbos over Shvius, so too there's a greatness in Shvius over Shabbos. Because Shabbos, the person, the world, and all the worlds are elevated. And that's why all malachas are forget, forbidden, because we're above the worlds, so we don't engage with the world. And that's why all the person's physical needs, all the physical needs of a person are a matter of oinig, and the oinig of a mitzvah. Shvius is more than this. 
where it's v'shavsa or it's Shabbos Lashem, which means to draw down Shabbos Lashem, not that the worlds are elevated, but we're drawing down Shabbos Lashem in a person's material matters the way they are in a state of being materialistic. Because it's only forbidden to do business with the produce. Produce meaning peris arts, matters of the land. It's only forbidden to do business. But other things may be done with them, which indicates that they're there. And they're there as materialistic and physical. And our job is to draw down the Gdusha into them. Furthermore, this is not only in peris arts and matters of, of, of the produce of the land that a person eats, but also in peris that are for the animals, the food, the matters of animals. To the extent, like we find the halacha that says, we find that the Torah is comparing what's there for an animal for a person. So that means the Kedusha is being drawn down, all the way down to the lowest of low, even places that we say is considered for animals, to the extent that the that because of the Gili Lukus that's there, a person and animal are the same. That's why there's such a great Gili Lukus that over there, and a person and an animal are the same. And so that's what's so special about Shvi'is, the bringing down of Gdusha all the way into the world in such a high level. And it comes so so low that a person and an animal are the same. And this is among the lessons. Now we're going to move to Hayra, a lesson from the mitzvah of Shvi'is in the Avaida Ruchnis of each and every Yid. Also in Chutzlaritz, where we don't have Shvi'is, and also in Galus. The Gdusha of a person and their attachment to Hashem has to not just be, has to be not just in the times of Torah and Tefillah, when a person is holy and removed from worldly matters, but rather also when a person is occupied with worldly matters. And just like the six years received from Shvius, like we, like example the Rebbe says, you pour first into a big kli and from it to smaller kalim, so too we pour into Shvius holiness and from it to the other six years, so too over here a person must draw down the Shabbos Lashem in everything, behold, you have to take it from the Torah and Tefillah and bring it all the way down into your own Durachacha, your own ways, and over there connect to Hashem.